0: hello and welcome to in the studio with Anne podcast this is a series with reading the book the five love languages of children in this series i'm going to read through the book and i'm going to discuss each chapter and kind of break it down so if you're not actually reading the book because you don't have it and you don't want to have to purchase the book right now you can actually just listen sort of to my thoughts on it Um, i'll try to like pick through key points and things that are discussed. Um, But I would love it to be a community. I also have a community on Instagram. It's at speakwithlove. And um, you can also find that on my Instagram, which is at Anesha, which is A-N-N-E-S-C-H, since I don't make anybody spell my very long last name. Um, So I like the idea of taking the time to... Right now, especially, we're at home with our kids, and we have nothing but the time to kind of invest in things that we might not have had time to do before. The five love languages is something that I read a long time ago, and that was specific towards marriage. I say I might be doing that one again as well and doing a series because that's something that we're kind of facing right now, too, is we're at home in our homes with our spouses and what does that look like because you know you have your jobs and it kind of takes away the distraction of if there are things going on and love tanks are empty all the things that we do can kind of cover that up so i read this book a long time ago and it was super helpful in determining what was my love language what was my husband's and where could we come together and it took us a long time to get to a point in therapy together most recently um, because we had to reevaluate things after we had kids to realize, let's revisit this. So it's been a really helpful tool and it's a great read and it's something that right now is a goal of mine to be taking time to be positive in the midst of this crisis, to be trying to do what I can to do some, you know, Um, self-improvement just enlightenment reading some books that maybe i would not have had the time to read before that could hit areas of my life even more now that they're more prevalent Um, and just trying to do things that fill me with joy that i can do since we can't go anywhere do anything so i really am excited to have you join us alongside of me, whether you want to just follow the series on my podcast or you want to follow it on Instagram, I will probably be not sharing um, as much on there as I did in the story since I am talking on here, but I'll keep you guys in the loop as to how it's going to all kind of play out. But I'm going to start over from the beginning where originally I had it just in the Instagram. And I found that I got busy and I stopped it when all of this happened. And I want to be committed to finishing. But since I'm kind of restarting, I want to start from the beginning. And in this series, I want to start from the beginning and go from chapter one and go the whole way through. So in the actual Instagram Group that I really didn't um, get completely done. I did start already. I think I got through chapter three or four. I'm not exactly sure. I have to find my book and um, revisit that. But I would love for this to be a place that hopefully, if you don't have the book, you can still gain some wisdom from it. I would love to hear how you're feeling because I know that everything has changed for me in these last few weeks because. I've had a friend say to me most recently, be kind to yourself. I mean, right now we are taking on so much more with so much less time. And it's so true. It's, it's a difficult, challenging time. And every time I feel like we try to get stability, then something changes. And that's unfortunately something that we cannot change right now. And I feel very out of control in times like this, but it's activities like this that I can control and that are positive and are much needed that give me that control to feel like I'm doing something. So if this sounds like something you want to do, I would love for you to follow the series on my podcast on the Instagram and I am also looking for guest speakers to come on with me obviously through our phones. I would connect with you um not in person. But here your take as well hear your story how are you applying this what are your thoughts what are you gaining from the chapters in the book Um, kind of like a virtual book club since we can't be getting together with people anymore and I am realizing that over the past I guess it's been three weeks now I'm kind of lost count what I miss and what fed my soul and I may not have even realized it was all of the conversations and those little pockets of time that I had with my friends, my neighbors, you know, my kids' parents that I've I think I call my friends because it might not have been that I got to go out a whole lot and actually do things, but those conversations after school drop off in the parking lot and those times when I would stand in the hallway and talk to a parent for a little bit of time. Those times when we were planning parties, those conversations on the street that happened with my neighbors that aren't happening anymore, that we were able to kind of fill each other up a little bit and feel like we had some conversations that when we, I know for me, when I walked away from it, it just kind of made me feel like I wasn't alone in this. And I miss those human connections And I want to try to foster them as much as I can right now. Um, And this might be that setting. I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to navigate this, trying to find some positive outlets and things. And I hope that you'll see value in this as well. So if nothing else, I think this will be... um, a good thing for me because I don't like when I'm not able to finish something and parenthood in general allows that to happen a lot and I want to be committed to stopping that and giving myself that time and um, this will be something that I'll be able to see the whole way through regardless of what happened and and halted kind of that because I feel like those things need to continue um, and restructure in a way. Um, what things are going to look like now. So I will be starting soon. I don't have an actual schedule yet, but I do think what I want to do is sit down and make a schedule because that's what I'm finding is how, helping the most right now with not having like any routine. Um, I still need to have a structure and a schedule to how each day is going to go. And I will say my husband is being very, very helpful for, with me with that because he is that's his thing. We all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses, and that's his thing. So it's been super helpful to have a plan and be flexible with it, obviously, but to know what's going to happen. So I think that that's the next thing I'm going to do is um, stay tuned for that. I think I'm going to talk next about what the schedule of this is going to look like so you can plan and hopefully you're having some sort of normalcy happening again in your life. Um, And I hope that this turns out to be something that you can find joy in in this crisis time. And uh, you'll have some fostered relationships or maybe some new ones when all of this clears. Because, guys, this will end. We will be stronger and better in the end of this. And we just have to love each other through it because we're all struggling in the same way. But just expressing it in our different ways. Because we are all uniquely different. And that's why we need to know love languages so we can help fill those up, speak each other's love language, give each other joy so that we don't have too many sad stories in the end. Until next time, this is In the Studio with Am podcast, the five love languages of children book series.